Second stage in the Pesach Seder is Urchatz. Literally, we're washing our hands. And for those of you who remember from previous years, at this time we pass around a bowl, um, put water in the cup, and the custom is to wash the hands of the person sitting next to you. In a sense, we are performing the kind of hand washing that the Levim do for the Kohanim, the Levites do for the priests in the temple. As we said, the Seder is happening within a context where our home is basically the place of the holy. Our home is the temple. And each one of us who are engaging in this holy work tonight, we are doing work like the Kohanim do their work. Our devotion of this night, our actions of this night, are inherently and ultimately meaningful, each one of us. And so we take on the role of priests when we wash our hands here. And it goes even deeper, because this custom is very weird, washing our hands at this stage. And what it, what it is, is actually preparation for the karpas that we're about to eat. We're about to eat vegetable dipped in salt water. Now, in the times of the temple, when people kept laws strictly about being pure and impure, being in contact with Tuma and Tahara, so there was a practice, um, specifically of people who were a little extra pious, that every time they ate food, they wanted to eat impurity. They want to be in a maintain a state of purity, and specifically when it came to eating food, even vegetables or fruits that would get wet with water, which we're about to do here at the Seder, so that would have to happen in a state of purity. Now, already hundreds of years ago, the Shulchan Aruch, the standard code of Jewish law, said anybody who's washing their hands nowadays before they eat fruits for this kind of reason, it's an arrogant act. It's haughty. Who do you think you are? acting like some kind of priest, acting like some kind of holy, pious person in the times of the temple. There's no need to practice the laws of purity when it comes to eating wet fruits and vegetables. But tonight, we actually all do it. And here, I want to point out that of all the 15 steps and stages of the night of the Seder, Kadesh Urchatz, the word Urchatz, has a vav at the beginning, which means and and wash your hands. Do Kaddish and wash your hands. The rest of them, they stand alone. They don't continue what came before. And we said that Kaddish is standing up and proclaiming that these moments, these acts that we're engaged in tonight, this is a sacred space and sacred time. And the next step is Kaddish Urachatz. Once you do that, go ahead and do the next step with that same sense of nobility with that same sense of importance, of here I am, I just said this is going to be holy, and now my first act that I do in that context, I'm doing it with a mentality and with a state of holiness. I'm practicing what I just proclaimed as my intention. Now I get my first chance to try this out. And Rabbi Natan Mibreslov, the main student of Rabbi Nachman, he says something so beautiful. He says the language, washing hands, in Aramaic, that root, rachat, means bitachon. It means trust and confidence. We say a prayer, for example, before we take out the Torah, it's quotes from the Zohar, be'anarachitz, in you I place my trust, God. That word rachitz, in Aramaic, it means trust. So, it's one thing to say, me and my actions in my home, in this space, in these moments tonight, they are holy. 
It's another thing to trust that it's for real. Urchatz is where we begin to act like it's real, where we get to practice flexing the muscle of confidence in our own inherent freedom, in our own ability to engage and act meaningfully and truthfully in this world. We do that for ourselves, and what's so beautiful at this area is we actually do it for the other people with us as well. When I wash the hands of the person next to me, I'm also saying that I place my trust in you, that you and your process and your actions in this night, in this moment, in your path to freedom, you also are holy. We do this to one another at the Seder table. And I want to add one more piece here on this notion of confidence and the confidence in our hands. If you remember back at the burning bush, God had to try many times to convince Moses to go down to Egypt, that he himself can actually go deliver this message and more importantly deliver B'nai Israel from, from their slavery in Egypt. And at some point, Moshe says, no, God, they're not going to listen to me. They're never going to believe that, that God appeared to me. And God responds, Mazabiyadecha. What is that in your hand? Now, in the Torah scroll itself, those two words, ma'zeh, what is this, are written as one word, mem ma'zeh, what is it? And Rashi explains that that word ma'zeh can also be read mizeh from that which is in your hands. Meaning, God sent Moshe on a mission, and Moshe wasn't ready to go. Moshe said, I can't do this. No one's going to listen to me. It's not going to work. I'm not the one. How is it ever going to happen? And God turns to Moshe and says, from what is in your own very hands, you're going to be able to do this. I'm not asking of you to do something that is above and beyond your own capabilities. I'm asking of you to believe in what you already possess. I'm telling you that the mission I'm sending you on, this journey that you are headed on, you have within your own hands to do it. You have the capability already within you, and that is all I'm asking you to believe in. So here at Urchatz, we get a chance to place our faith in our hands. We get a chance to use our hands to instill confidence and faith in the other people with us. And we get our hands ultimately to raise our hands up, high, high up, and place our faith and confidence in God who has brought us here tonight. Urchatz. This podcast is supported in part from a grant from the Hadar Institute. The music is by Ravdaniel Cohn. The audio engineer is David Kwan. For more from the Shefa Podcast Network, visit our Facebook page and please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts.